1: Space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope Stu is also the spy master director of our mystery shopping report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership and now on with the show good morning everybody we're back your automotive how not to get ripped off by a car dealer team and uh we're anxious to get going because we love what we do i This is almost like a recreation. I'm not sure if I wouldn't do this even if nobody listened. But uh, here we are. Uh, For you newbies, uh, my name is Earl. I'm a recovering car dealer. I've been doing this for 17 years, meaning uh, standing in front of this video or microphone and telling people how to buy a car without being ripped off. Uh, We started 17 years ago with Nancy Stewart, my co-host, on this show and we've all from a half hour show to an hour an hour two hours every Saturday and here we are uh, I've got a little mask on you probably noticed that and uh, we're trying to avoid the uh, COVID-19 like everyone else uh, we have a disinfected studio and we're all wearing masks we're all wearing gloves and uh, we're being careful I know you are too so a lot of people are buying cars I was uh, really interested I am a car dealer, uh, and uh, I have a Toyota dealership. This is not an infomercial, I have to tell you that, it's a uh, co- consumer advocacy show to help you. You will not hear me uh, hyping my, my car dealership. I tell you that I have a car dealership because if you're going to get advice on how not to get it ripped off, you, you have to have it from someone that knows what he's doing, and I've been doing this for over 50 years, meaning selling cars, I've had multiple dealerships. And um, I know all the tricks of the trade. I've been there and I've done that. And so um, there's nothing the car dealers can pull on you that I don't know about because at one time, I wasn't such a nice guy. I actually uh, broke the rules and rationalized it. Didn't think of myself as a bad person, but I, I was doing bad things. And ethically, I'm ashamed of a lot of things I did in the past, 25 plus years ago. I've cleaned up my act and uh, run what I consider to be an honest, transparent business. But a lot of car haven't done the same thing, and that's the purpose of this show. Uh, One of the uh, best things we do on this show is the Mystery Shopping Report. And uh, it's unique, unprecedented. Nobody on radio, television, online, I know of no one that does what we do with Mystery Shops. We send in an uh, undercover shopper, Every week, been doing it for years, we have hundreds and hundreds in our archives, which you can access, by the way, at earlandcars.com. hundreds and hundreds of mystery shopping reports. We pretend to buy or lease a car and uh, I'm going to slide my mask down just a little bit here because uh, I think it's affecting my legibility and I'll put it back on in a minute. Uh, mystery Shopper goes in, uh, talks to a different dealership in South Florida, sometimes even further north every week and we tell you exactly what happens we go through the whole purchase process to the time when we have a finalized price we name names the dealership we name the car dealer and then we write it all up and we put it online and we vote on the dealer the good dealers pass they get a recommended they get on a recommended dealer list the dealers that don't pass we put them on do not buy from this dealer list and it's accessible to you so this is kind of a cool thing and it is one thing that you should check out if you select a dealer to buy a car from. Now, what I alluded to a minute ago is the fact the way the car business is coming back uh, really surprises me. I'm not sure how universal this is around uh, the, the country and the world, but I can tell you in South Florida, uh, the car dealers are selling far more cars in May than they did in April. In fact, the latter half of April, it really picked up. And May almost looks like a normal month at our dealership, which uh, you could have knocked me over with a feather if you'd have said that before. I just didn't believe what happened. But uh, people are buying cars, so you need us. And we'd love to have you call us. That's uh, what this show is all about. And uh, the call-in number, I'll give you the text number, too, is 877-960-9960. Our text number is 772-497-6530. One more time, call in number, 877-960-9960, and the text number is 772-497-6530. Now in the studio with me now, because this is not the Lone Ranger thing, we have a automotive team. Uh, immediately to my right I have Rick Kearney, who is a certified diagnostic master technician, and he knows everything Possibly not literally, but virtually everything about cars. Mechanically, electronically, computerized. And I encourage you to call in if you have any questions about your car. uh, Things you don't know how to work. Cars are complicated today. They make a funny noise. Funny rattle. Or maybe you're thinking about having a repair done. Price is too high. We can help you with all those things. And next to uh, Rick is my son, Stu Stewart. Stu is uh, our cyber guy. Uh, he understands, we're transmitting, by the way, YouTube, Twitter, uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, of course, obviously, we're on the good old-fashioned radio, and uh, you can access us in many, many ways. He's in charge of that. He's done a great job. Uh, the most exciting thing he does is he's our mystery shopping expert. Stu uh, is the spymaster general. He selects the undercover agents to go out, and he is their handler. And he determines which dealership uh, do we shop. And uh, brings you that, it'll be in the second half of the show, our mystery shopping report. And next to Stu is Nancy Stewart. Now, Nancy Stewart, uh, and coincidentally, Stewart, no, she's my wife. She's also my co-host. And she's also a founder of this show, which we did 17 years ago on a radio called Seaview Radio back, in, back then. And it was only a half an hour show. And it was just me and Nancy. And she's been with me through all these years. She's been with the show, and we've evolved to what we are today. Uh, Nancy is uh, part of the sales team, uh, more of the uh, how not to buy uh, her uh, her lease a car. She's an expert on that. But she's more of an expert, and her specialty is female advocacy. When we started the show 17 years ago, I don't think we had any female callers all the callers for guys. Cars seemed to be like a a guy thing back in those times. So Nancy came with the show and year after year we've gotten more and more female callers. So she's a consumer advocate, especially for females. And I'm going to uh, ask Nancy to introduce herself now, show you that pretty face with a mask on it, and to uh, tell the female listeners out there how much we value them and how we will reward them. So Nancy, it's all yours
2: good morning everyone and uh, thank you for tuning in to Earl stewart on cars so uh for the ladies uh and we sure had a run of ladies last week uh they opened the show and uh continued to uh ask questions and uh make their presence known so this week ladies i'm waiting to hear from you again and uh i have fifty dollars for the first two new lady callers give us a call at 877-960-9960 if you just want to say hello or if you have a question $50 for the first two new lady callers and uh we've got a very interesting show this morning as Earl said and uh you know I'd like to I'd like to hear from uh, a few of the folks uh as to uh these car scams that are out there and I'd like you to give us a call and uh, let us know uh, what you encountered uh, this past week and don't forget www.youranonymousfeedback.com www.youranonymousfeedback.com 877-960-9960 and you can text us at 772-497-6530 and we are going to go to our first caller and that is george from my favorite hometown pennsylvania good morning george good
1: morning. hey george you with us
3: doing? yep right here
1: oh fantastic what's going on how are things in pennsylvania
2: cold
3: we live in southern <laughs> pennsylvania and it's in the it's 31 or 2
1: degrees
2: wow oh my goodness oh <laughs> uh, yeah
3: yeah it's been bright and sunny I have a question for Rick.
1: Yeah, question for Rick. Go yeah. ahead.
3: Early, earlier this week, I inadvertently uh, ran the battery out of juice, left the headlights on uh-huh. on my uh, 2010 Scion TC, oh. and I put my jump pack on it. Luckily, it was in the garage. I put the jump pack on it and drum fired right up, ran fine. The thing is, though. Somewhere from the engine bay came this real high-pitched whistle. sounded like a teapot going crazy. No boy. And and I so I sat there and whistled, whistled, whistled. Uh, I had to leave the house. I got in the car, drove, came back, put about ten, fifteen miles on it, came back, and the noise was gone. Uh, it didn't sound like a belt or anything else. I just wondered if it was probably the alternator charging the battery or something.
1: What do you think? Audio's on there. Excuse me, George. I was Sorry. just telling. So, Rick, what do you think? Uh, that, that's uh, a teapot and a and a scion. Yeah, I've never heard. <laughs> I've never heard that noise uh, described from a scion, and it immediately followed his battery going dead. Uh, uh, Rick is uh, performing some uh, computer work on our computers right now, so he's doing double duty.
4: Uh, my first thought on that, of course, would be a belt, but. Um, yeah. It is possible that the alternator was actually being stressed a little bit by having had the yeah. battery worn down so much. So, but if the noise went away and you haven't heard it again, um, I'd kind of have to go with the idea of wait and see if it happens again. Uh, let the let the car charge up for a good long while, and then just give it a good test here. I'll see if it see if that noise comes back. If it doesn't. I wouldn't get too concerned on it right now. Should
1: he check his battery with a load test, maybe?
4: Yeah, i definitely stop by one of the local auto parts stores. They'll do a load test on that battery for free. And as long as that battery passes a load test, you should be all right with that. Yeah, I have my, I
3: have my own thinger, and it's, it's fine now. I said after I drove it 10 miles, 15 miles, there was no more noise. It hasn't come back. Mm-hmm. Just curious.
1: Well, I appreciate the call, George. Let me as long as I take advantage of uh, talking to somebody from another state. Uh, I don't know when's the last, when you bought the Cyan or how often you, buy, you bought cars, but uh, we have a terrible problem in Florida with dealer fees. They're extremely high, averaging in South Florida, over $1,000. That's a hidden charge they add to the advertised right. price of a car. About Do they, yeah. what, what about dealer fees in Pennsylvania? Have you had to battle that? Has it been a problem for you buying cars? Yeah.
0: Th-
3: there are fees. I know this is really on my mind, too. I see stuff online, uh-huh. different websites. Um, i tell you, the last time I bought a car was four years ago. I bought a used pickup uh-huh. from a Toyota dealer here in town, the only one. And it had a $166 dealer fee on it.
1: That's a bargain in uh-huh. Florida standards. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs>
3: I didn't. I went, oh, crap. Profit. But I... I paid it and that's the that's the last thing. Yeah. And the car before that was two thousand and thirteen. I bought a new Hyundai. Yeah. And I I really don't remember. So yeah. I'm not the one to ask about
1: this. Well for one hundred and sixty six dollars, I mean the dealers I, I don't think that's right, but uh it's one thing to add hundred and sixty six dollars to the uh price of a car, but when you add two thousand dollars I think I you're, you're pushing the envelope there. We're trying to do something about it in Florida. Well, George, thanks very much for the call. I know Nancy's happy. Yep. She's a she's a Pennsylvania gal, Pittsburgh gal. So uh, we'd Boy, lo- love to have her you call I'm back.
3: From around Altoona originally.
1: Very good. So. Very good. Well, okay. Please call again. It's, Thank it's you so much. It's great to hear
2: from you, George. Give us a call again. Okay. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We've got a great mystery shopping report coming up from Napleton's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. You don't want to miss this one. And uh, I think we were about to get to Stu. Uh
1: Uh-oh. There you go, Stu, mister.
5: We have Um, an
2: introduction of...
5: Oh, no, no. I am... This is... We are in a golden age of car dealer deception. I mean, this is... I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with everybody. It was getting really hard, and seriously, it was a frustrating. It was a source of stress every single week for us to find a, a mystery shopping target that wasn't the same old thing that we've been doing. I mean, we. One of the things we've done is the Takata airbag uh, recall crisis, and that's really important. And and just so you all know, we're not done with that um, right now. We're, we're we're kind of shelving it temporarily, and so we can focus on this new yeah. surge of crazy car dealer advertising. And, um, but I know this is a terrible situation and we're in a, uh, you know, global crisis. And, um, but one silver lining is that it's, it's a little bit easier for Stu Stewart every week to find a, a, an ad to, 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 investigate. And I'm telling you right now, it's, uh, when there's, when, when there's uncertainty, economic uncertainty, when people are, uh, kind of out of their comfort zones, um, uh, car dealers are a very innovative and wily lot. Yeah. And some of the most creative uh, commercials um, in the history of American business came from American car
1: dealers. You now, the shopping report that you did uh, was unique in the sense that I've been doing this for 50 years. I've never seen some of the things that Ra- Napleton pulled. Yeah. He, he even surprised me. He came up with some new, very, very deceptive techniques that I've never heard of. That's rare. Yeah. So uh, you stay tuned for that shopping report at the end of the show.
5: Yeah, the the ground underneath uh, underneath the saw has has shifted, and the car dealers were right there to take advantage of it. So, uh, stay tuned. Uh, I'm pretty proud proud of the report, um, and I'm just th- I'm thrilled. Well, I come I don't want to come across as enjoying something that's bad. I'm just saying from a professional standpoint. Well, it's entertainment. Yeah.
1: I mean, this this show is yeah. not all. Uh, it's not a college lecture. This is something that we do. To, uh, right. it's, it's fun. It is. And we have to be happy. We have to entertain. And let me t- let me tell you, this is a true life drama that will entertain you exactly. at the end of the show. Uh, we got any texts or calls or anonymous feedbacks? We do yeah. have
2: calls. We do have calls. We have, have a call. calls. Fantastic. We do have calls. And Kristen is calling us from South Carolina. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Are you a first time caller? I am. Oh wow! Congratulations, Kristen! You just won yourself fifty dollars. Yay! Yay! I actually (laughs)
6: listen to you all the time, or my husband does, and I'm just in the back where round, just kind of listening.
2: (laughs) Oh, wonderful! Hey, stay on the line, uh, and uh, you can uh, give your contact information uh, to uh, Michael in our control room. Uh, What can we do for you today? Well, I am actually
6: in the market for a new vehicle, and so my husband and I have been doing some research, and I thought I'd call about two things. I had a question, but I also had a comment because um, he's been asking for the out-the-door out price, and one of the dealerships actually told him that the price depended on your credit, and I was, I was actually quite appalled by that. I mean, how a price of, should be a price, whatever it is. It should not depend upon your credit. If you're financing, it's a different story because they're looking at the interest rate and such, but the price of the car shouldn't change depending on your credit. So I was kind of irritated with that, so they totally lost my business.
5: That is, yeah, that's, and, that's terrible. The, yeah. Um, it, it actually gets into a, like a murky situation because let's take a car dealer by himself. If he chose to raise the price of a vehicle um, that you saw for a certain price based on your credit, first of all, that's illegal. Um, You can't be tied to that. When it gets into manufacturer incentives, it gets a little bit more confusing because they will often offer um, side-by-side incentives. One will be a a low-interest rate incentive, and the other will be a cash incentive. But they usually don't let you um, combine the two. Sometimes they do, Uh, but for the most part, you're either going to get the cash incentive or the low-interest rate. So in a way, um, that's what's happening, and it's sanctioned by the manufacturers, and it's it's allowed by the FTC. Um, I think that um, there's another issue, um, and this has to do with uh, ca- selling cars to people with you know with some credit difficulties. Certain banks will charge a large fee to the dealer for them to approve the loan, and now that's legal. What the dealer can't do is ra- add that to the price of your car. So that has to be added to the price prior to you even. Talking to the dealer.
1: But it's almost po- impossible yeah. to prove or disprove that the price was added because car, de- prices, car dealers don't post their prices. A uh, customer right. comes in with bad credit, and there has to be a situation where it goes to a special finance right. lender. There is a $2,000 fee. Now you have to trust the dealer not to take that $2,000 fee that he has to pay the lender into consideration when he prices the car to the buyer. So I would say in 99 times out of 100 that is being passed along and as Stu said that is illegal. Uh, uh, I would recommend to you and anyone out there that has marginal credit or uh, whatever uh, negotiate. Don't don't fall into the uh, trap of getting a credit application and getting a credit score before you even get the price for the car. Let the the dealer assume that you have good credit and negotiate the best price you can. Use some of the tips from this show with True Car or uh, Costco or any other way you can with three competitive bids and get your best price. Now, if you do have marginal credit, then at least you have a relative basis of knowing if the price goes up and it's less likely to go up when they know they've given you the price that you could pay if you had good credit uh, keep the credit score to the very last part when you're ready to sign
2: and Kristen uh, you know to, to, to add to this uh, it, it's there's so many pieces of the puzzle and there's so many ways that they can create confusion and uh, uh, I have a, a tool listed on uh, or on cars and it's an affidavit and uh, it's going to get you the out the door price the honest out the door price and uh, if you download that you'll see the directions right there on how you can present this to the manager uh, to the salesperson that's dealing with you uh, but it mm-hmm. just etches that in glass the out the door price It's so important to do so much homework before you walk into the dealership. And another tip is to uh, go to the Internet. Uh, They don't know who they're dealing with. and uh, It's sort of a safe haven uh, to start your research. I hope we were all able to help you this morning. Do you have any other questions? Absolutely. I do
6: actually question. Yes, I do. Um, I talked to my bank prior to... Um, Going to the dealership, and so I've got a um, pre-approval check, so I just have to write in the number, but I'm not sure if that's the way to go or if I would actually get a better deal if they finance, like you've seen lots of people have the zero interest rate, but I'm not sure if they would jack up the price or when to even bring that up.
1: No, you can use that to your advantage, Kristen, and you definitely get a better deal uh, if you will just, uh, you you can let them assume during a negotiation that you're going to finance with them, but when the time comes to close a deal and buy the car, you you say to them, I'm uh, financing this through my credit union, I'm going to my credit union now and pick the check up, and I'll be back in two hours. please give me your out-the-door price. And that's the price that Nancy just alluded to, that they have to sign an affidavit that this is the price. The -the out-the-door price definition is the price that you can write the checkout for or your credit union writes the checkout for and you sign. And that is what you expect them to give you. So you've got two weapons here. You've got the affidavit, which you'd like them to sign. And even if they don't sign it, you can say, "Tell me the number that I put on the check, and I'm going to bring it to you, and then I'm going to get in my car and drive it home." That's the number. That number has to be an out-the-door price. So, yeah, get that credit union check after you have the price.
6: Okay, wonderful.
1: Thank you, Kristen, very much for the call. Please call again. We love female callers and love to hear from again. And uh, spread
2: the word, yeah. uh, Kristen, and uh, let your friends know that they can give Earl Stewart a call uh earl stewart on cars and they can win themselves fifty dollars just by calling in we're trying to build a platform here for the ladies uh, because as uh, earl alluded to earlier in our introduction there was a time when it was just all men and uh, i used to call it the boys club so spread the word and give us a call again and have a wonderful sure weekend will.
1: stay on the line michael thank thank we'll get to your contact information thank you very much Okay, 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. And text us at 772-497-6530. Again, that text number, 772-497-6530. And I bet we have some text piling up, don't we, Stu?
5: We do. Um, I'm going to start with the freshest one, because sometimes we, uh, we don't get to all of them. We carry them to the next, uh, to the next uh, weekend. And I'm going to start with the newest one now. And hopefully we can get to these um, no name on this one it's a text uh, looking to buy a used Hertz car um, this is a rental car that's being offered for sale by the Hertz rental company um, I don't think they offer a warranty can you recommend an aftermarket warranty um, the only aftermarket warranty that I know that is reputable is the AAA the um, Automobile Association of America warranty um, I know that's a reputable one there are millions of them out there on TV, on the radio, um, on online advertising. We checked out Car Shield and we saw some things that were troublesome. It uh, looked like uh, they excluded a lot of things that you would expect to be covered by an extended warranty, which is actually a service contract. It's not an actual warranty. Uh, but AAA, um, I can't advise on pricing, and it also depends on where you live. Um, in Florida, there's going to be a set price because it's a regulated insurance product. Outside of Florida, Um It can be the Wild West.
1: (laughs) And I recommend that you think about if you need an extended warranty. If it gives you peace of mind and if you're going to stay awake nights because you don't have an extended warranty, then spend it. Spend the money. But if you're buying a good car and that car you're buying from Hertz, you should take it to your independent mechanic, have it checked over carefully. If you've checked it out in consumer reports and you're buying a a highly reliable car, like a Honda, a Nissan, uh, if you're buying a highly reliable car, uh, and you've had it checked out by a mechanic, uh, you can save yourself a lot of money. These extended service contracts can cost a lot of money, 2 $3,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to be careful when you buy them because sometimes you buy the contract, you find out the problem that you had where the car wasn't covered. Yeah. So uh, it, it's expensive, it's time-consuming, and if you buy a really good car... You probably don't need it the insurance companies always come out ahead the extended warranty companies always come out ahead they take in far more money than they pay out in premiums
5: and another thing to keep in mind is if you're looking at a hertz uh, rental car uh, most rental cars are current model years cars which means there's still a substantial amount of factory warranty yep. remaining on it and so depending on how long you plan on driving the car um, you might have you know. Two and a half years, four years of warranty, depending the on the By the way, I'd be car. surprised
1: if Hertz didn't offer a warranty. Uh, double check with them. Yeah. Uh, I like Hertz and I like Enterprise. They're rental car companies for buying used cars. Uh, they're kind of like CarMax. They're respectable. They're big companies. Uh, they're publicly owned. Uh, there's not the level of shenanigans and deceptive behavior that you see with a lot of car dealers. So if you're buying a used car, you could do a lot worse than Hertz, Avis, or Enterprise. And typically, they have their lowest price posted on the car. And if they offer an extended warranty, it's probably legitimate, meaning it's not a ripoff or you're just paying $2,000 for a powertrain warranty that's worth nothing. But if you do buy it from Hertz or anybody, read the warranty carefully, especially the part that says it does not cover these items because you'll be surprised if the things it does not cover, typically the most expensive things on the car that you re- really hope they did cover.
5: That's right. And there's a follow-up question from the same texter. It says, I also noticed a $900 upgrade fee with soft soft cloth seats, mirror, etc. Uh, should I have to pay this from a used, uh, for a used vehicle? It seems like they've already been charged. Um, I'd, I'm not familiar with that. I, that doesn't sound like... Uh, Something I would <laughs> would want to pay for, um, if you could text back in a little bit more specific. Um, like we said, Hertz and the other rental companies are tend to be uh, that's their main business is renting cars and selling them. Helps them get rid of and turn over their fleet. Yeah. Um, it could be a repeat.
1: A, repeat what you said. That charge was with your mask on. I didn't quite. Get you can't it. see my lips moving. No, I can't <laughs> see your lips moving. <laughs>
5: it's a nine hundred dollar upgrade fee for for soft cloth seats. Mirror, etc.
1: I think that uh, surprised me that Hertz would do that. That sounds to me like a dealer installed, yeah, deceptive. If the advertised price that you came in on did not include that, and they're going to add that, uh, that's like a dealer installed accessory thing, which is uh, not a good practice. So shame on Hertz for doing that, and I would uh, object to it. Yeah.
5: Okay. Uh, The next text is. Earl, when checking out and testing a used car prior to purchase, it is easy to do if you have a list to follow. If you don't have a list, chances are you're going to miss most of the parameters needed for a complete and definitive test. Uh, Do you know where a list can be obtained? And if you can, can someone on your staff prepare this aforementioned, aforementioned complete and definitive list and post it online? And that's from Joe. Yeah. that's a great idea let's
1: yeah. let's do that you know there's nothing that can beat a qualified reliable technician and that's the reason i say it's good it's, it's good to have a list and when you get it checked if you don't know the technician then you could give him the list or if you do it yourself or when rick buys a car he has a list up in his head so he doesn't worry about that that's right uh but i think it's a good thing uh can you, can you put that on your to-do list, Stu, and we'll we'll come up with yeah. the things that you should check? Rick, can you put your heads together and come up with a checklist? Yeah, Rick, uh, just
5: email me your, your list, and then there's a few things I'm sure I can throw mol- in there.
1: M- most dealers uh, that sell cars have a, a checklist. They call it their gold check or something like that, and they have a list that the technician is supposed to go over when they do the car. The thing that scares me is when you look at these lists, uh, they have uh, 25 points that they check, And when I look at the list, someone has drawn a line through all 24 of them. I feel if he just checked them individually, had a little grease on the sheet, maybe a a fingerprint, and it looked like the sheet. But when they see a squeaky clean sheet with a line drawn through 24 items, I wonder if they really checked all 24.
5: That's a great idea for a deceptive dealer. You know, just like pre-printed, grease-stained, right. you know, forms that look like they've really went through the ringer. Exactly. Yeah. Now let's let's uh, switch over to anonymous feedback, and uh, we want to remind you that you can send us any comments or questions completely anonymously, encrypted. Seriously, it's used by companies like uh, who uses this? Amazon. Yeah. Uh, other big big Ado- companies. Adobe. Adobe. Yeah. This is uh they use them for whistleblowers. So if you want to be a whistleblower, uh, you can use youranonymousfeedback.com. Comes right to us, and there's no way we can find out who you are. So if you want to say something nasty, go right ahead. But this one is not nasty. This is actually kind of nice. Um, Watched a YouTube ad for your dealership, Earl, which was professional with no shouting. Hmm. Then I watched the ads you post from other dealers that are deceptive, which all seem to be presented with an extremely loud voice and shouting. Hmm. Seems that shouting and deceptive advertising may be connected for whatever reason. (laughs) I know why. It's the ad. They want to distract you from the the details uh, that negate the Gaethi ad, and they're trying to create an emotional reaction of excitement. They want to hype it. They want to build it up, as my father calls it. They engage in puffery, and uh, it's a uh, loud thing. It wants to it's, it wants to be entertaining. It wants to, you to focus on the excitement of it. Um, the ad that we put out there. Uh, that's me talking. And uh, yeah, I we, we when we we want to take emotion for the most part out of it. Just, we want to deliver a message and, and I, I, it's just our style. And, but we don't yell.
1: Well, you'd be surprised how the uh, loud talking ads work. And, you know, if you, if you're careful, uh, Arrigo, that's a Palm Beach County, uh, actually are in Broward County and Martin County too. Uh, They have three or four dealerships. Uh, They do a loud, sort of a comedic thing. two brothers, Jim and John Arrigo. And, uh, they 're actually entertaining and there 's some used car ads out there, so you can be aggressive and yell and actually at the same time get people to laugh if you If you take it to the point where you can have the, the potential customers laughing with you, then you 've won them over yeah. if, if you're really if you 're shouting at them and they feel intimidated, then you 're losing them but there 's an arc to advertising, oh, yeah. and i've got to hand it to some of these screaming ads. they seem to work. The Origos
5: have channeled a successful comedy formula that's gone back to uh, Dean Martin and a boy back to the 40s. It's the straight man, uh, goofy guy uh, routine. One guy is is serious and the other guy is acting like a a goofball and that dynamic makes it really entertaining. Okay. Um, We know it would be really interesting as a deceptive car dealer ad delivered in a very calming voice like, only at ABC dealerships, (laughs) zero (laughs) percent financing for 84 months. Zero payments for six months. Okay, uh, one more, and I think we can, we'll we'll, we'll move on. Uh, uh, Your anonymous feedback came and says, Hi, and thanks for all you guys do. I bought a new 2019 Honda Ridgeline truck in April from a used car dealership. The truck had five miles on it. I was confused when I saw the mileage on their website, and I thought it was a typo. I guess Honda has these trucks set aside and classed as fleet vehicles, and with the coronavirus pandemic, they didn't need them and ended up auctioning them off. Um, hence how the used car dealership got them. And I got a good deal in the truck, as I'm sure the dealership got a good deal as well at the auction. Uh, they had CRVs and other cars as well for sale with no miles. It's just crazy how I was able to buy a new car at a used car dealership.
1: Wow. Uh, that's uh, that's interesting. I'm uh, not unheard of because uh, car dealers sometimes actually sell new cars, uh, use uh, new cars uh, at the auction. Once it's been titled, it could have been titled accidentally. I mean, someone bought the car, didn't like it, changed their mind. But five miles, that's, cu- that's very curious. I'd like to know more about that. If you would uh, uh, give us some details, text us. Uh, ano- was that anonymous feedback? Yeah, that was anonymous. Yeah, uh, do another anonymous feedback. If you could give us some details, uh, I'd like to investigate that. It sounds highly suspicious to me.
5: I mean, I, I see how it's possible. Um, yeah. But, awesome. you know, if, this this uh, anonymous uh, commenter seems like they like he or her did uh, did their homework. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll find out. But, yeah, we'd love some more information.
0: Absolutely.
2: Okay, excuse me, guys. We're going to go to Warren, who's giving us a call from Pompano Beach. Good morning, Warren.
7: Good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, Good. Warren. Great. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, um, as I said last week, I'm stuck up in northern New Jersey, and the local New York station did a report yesterday that you can't sell cars here in the tri-state area, and they did a helicopter. I don't know if they did it, and they were shown Port Newark, which is the largest place where they import the cars from Europe, that they're stacked so many thousands of cars are stacked in Port Newark. And I would imagine you'd tell me, and when it finally opens up, they're going to have to get rid of those cars. I mean,
1: there were thousands of them, and mm. it was just an amazing sight to see. That's interesting. I, uh, I didn't realize that, but uh, that's going to create a very unique uh, opportunity, I think, for the buyers. You know, the reverse is going to happen in other parts of the country where cars are being sold now. Uh, the dealers uh, in areas that have remained open, because uh, auto dealers were considered a vital business, uh, they're going to be running short of cars before too much longer. Uh, the, a lot of manufacturers shut down, but European cars that are being shipped in and stockpiled at the por- uh, at port, that's something that uh, I think if you're careful, uh, you could really get yourself a good buy. The dealers will do use that to their advantage, and they'll advertise, you know, we're overstocked, we've got to get rid of these cars. We're slashing prices at the same time. They'll try to sell it to you for too much money. But... They will be able to uh, sell to you at a good price. And I'd keep an eye on that if you're in the market for a European car.
7: Yeah, I mean, it, it was, just, they just showed them from the helicopter view. Yeah. I mean, it looked like I, I it's hard to tell because it's a helicopter near Ohio. So obviously, they're not putting any more cars, shipping any more cars, but the cars that they're already there mm-hmm. are, look like thousands. Yeah. The other comment I wanted to make was that uh, this is about six months ago, a friend of mine. Called up a used car dealership here in New Jersey, and he and the guy told him the car was like twenty thousand dollars. You know that's what it is. It wasn't he wasn't a used car dealer. He was a regular dealership uh-huh. he was selling his make at about twenty grand. So he went in there and he said the out the door price. Yada yada yada. Then when it came to finalizing the price, the guy said to him, he looked at the thing and he said, "What's a thousand dollars extra you charge him?" He said, "What is this for?" So he goes, Well, we did a thousand point inspection or something. <laughs> and my friend Thousands was like, It wasn't a dealer's fee, but he called it like some kind of inspection because my dear friend was furious. And he, he walked out and did by the car. the yeah. dealer called him and he split the difference. He wanted the car, so he paid $500. But that was the gimmick that they yeah. over here. They didn't call it a dealer fee, but they called it a thousand, whatever hundred-point inspection. I don't. Yeah, know that's
1: a new one. Yeah, they do the same thing in Florida. Warren, they make up names. There's, if I sat down and really thought about it, I could probably come up with 25 or 30 different names for the hidden fee. It's, it used to be called a dealer fee, but then people caught on caught on to dealer fee, so now they call it something else. Some dealers are actually in Florida. They're advertising we don't charge a dealer fee. And then they'll take the same 2000 or $1,000 and call it an electronic filing fee or a doc fee or a miscellaneous fee or something like that. But uh, yeah, they have quite the vivid imaginations. I haven't, I haven't heard that particular label yet, but your friend did exactly the right thing.
0: Yeah, and
7: eventually, like I said, he was mad, but the dealer called him. And he called me. I said, well, look, you like the car? You know, he wanted to split the difference. Finally, he paid $500 more. It was a good deal that I thought, you know, you want the car, $500 is not going to make a difference Uh, in your life. And the the last thing I wanted to make was I had an extended warranty, and and I did it for the reason that you said. It was peace of mind because I drive between New Jersey and Florida. Sure. sometimes I make two or three trips a year. And the thought of getting stuck on I-95 in somebody's garage that I don't know was enough to give me the warranty.
0: It was sure. For it. And they were
7: very good about it because one sure. time I did get stuck. I actually wasn't on the road, but I got stuck in yeah. Florida. And the dealer fixed the uh, water pump and the starter uh-huh. went on me. I mean, when they fixed it, there was no problem. But it came from the manufacturer.
1: I get it. No, I think, uh, you know, I, ha- I buy insurance, too. I mean, everybody buys insurance, and insurance, extended service, co- service contracts, you're betting against the house, you're betting against the insurance company. The insurance company wins in the long run, but individually, you can really save yourself a lot of money if you have a, a, a breakdown that is covered. So I hear you. I, I sleep better at night. I have insurance on my home. I have life insurance. I have this kind of insurance. That's the way insurance companies thrive, uh, giving uh, yeah, I- the buyers peace of mind.
7: Yeah, you know, last of years, it's what you said, it's peace of mind, because you know that you may not even use it or whatever the case may be, but I said when I'm going back and forth to Florida and I'm driving 1,250 miles, yeah. <laughs> it was a peace of mind to know that if something happens, you could take it to any Ford or Lincoln dealer, you exactly. know, up and down the 95 corridor, and you say to yourself, okay, I'm you're not going to spend, and so that was worth X amount of dollars to so I just wanted to let you know, but it came from the manufacturer, and get one of these from these other places. And I thought they they honored the warranty. There was no problem yada, yada, had on, and yeah. they took care of the, uh, the problem. Uh, thank you guys. What a great show. I enjoy it. It's, it's a lot of good information.
1: Well, thank you. And call call again when they start selling those cars that are uh, loading up at the port, those European cars. I'd love to maybe hear about an advertisement and how they're selling those. I, I hadn't thought about that, but the tri-state area, as you say, uh, they're not selling cars and these cars are coming in. Yes. It'll be an interesting yes. thing if you'll call again. I'd appreciate it.
7: Yeah, they're they're not selling. I mean, they're not selling any cars here. So I know, hmm. um, I, know I have a cousin who's a lawyer. And he represents, uh, in fact, he does some work with a Toyota dealership uh, right here in New Jersey. And he just said the guy is going crazy because he can only sell online. And he's got X number of dollars tied up in his car. Wow. And, you know, he sells one here, one there, you know, online or something. But it's nothing to where, you know, he needs to to keep the business going. Yeah. And he's like counting, you know, like praying that they open up and they could sell cars. but.
1: It's got to be scary. We went through that a little bit here. We didn't know for sure, and the F- Florida Automobile Dealers Association was fighting to get us uh, recognized as a vital uh, business. And so, uh, fortunately, we got that. But as you say, some states like New Jersey, New York, did not get that. It's got to be really tough on the dealers. Warren, thanks again. Be looking for your call when those cars yeah, start getting dumped in the market up there.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, Warren. Right. I'll let
1: you
0: know. Have thank a you. great weekend.
2: Bye-bye. Give us a call toll free at 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget, take advantage of www.youranonymousfeedback.com. I have a text from uh, Jennifer and uh, Jennifer says, Nancy, I'm getting ready to buy a car and I feel very nervous well jennifer uh i don't blame you um there are a lot of people that feel the same way and uh, i can advise you to first of all do all your research uh the first thing that I, i would check out is what you can afford and what would accommodate you and your Family. that's really very very important you can just narrow down that list and concentrate on that car that would be conducive as i said to you and your family the other would be for you to make sure that uh, you got your financing out of the way uh, check with the credit union check with a local bank and uh, that'll, you know, put you on the straight and narrow also. And um, when you walk into that dealership, make sure that you are, well, confident. Look confident and relaxed uh, because, you know, uh, these uh, salespeople, they do this every single day, and they're paid to be experts. So if you show them that you are confident and that you are knowledgeable, well, there'll be no problem. So, uh, and there are a few other things that you could do, but you can go to Earl on Cars and uh, you can research exactly what you need to do before going out and purchasing a vehicle. And please, don't go out alone. I hope I answered your question. Okay. Okay.
1: Are you having YouTubes over there, Rick? Uh, You've been awful quiet.
4: We do have a couple... uh... Steve is asking, uh, he says, Rick, I have a P0446 evaporative emissions vent system code on my 2003 Pontiac Vibe. Oh. Do <laughs> I need to fix this for any reason other than to pass an emissions That's test?
1: That's the ugliest car ever built, the Pontiac Vibe. <laughs> it is. Excuse me for saying that. <laughs> it is.
4: I, I feel, you didn't I still feel hurt
1: vindicated because I was a Pontiac dealer one time. Yeah, you probably sold four of them. Yeah. yeah.
4: Actually, you yes. may be thinking of the Aztec, but... Yeah the Vibe is actually a clone of the Matrix.
1: Oh, okay, I was thinking of it. I was thinking, I was thinking of exactly the Aztec. A, I think the so. Aztec was the ugliest car. I stand yeah, corrected. Yeah, they, they were pretty horrible. They made a comeback <laughs> with Breaking Bad, though. Yeah.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But the reality of it is, know that P0446 code generally just means that there's a small problem with the emission system. My first guess would be, it's probably the charcoal canister. Uh, you'd get a different set of codes for a gas cap or a major leak in the evaporative system. So I would say unless you do have to pass emissions tests on a car that old, I wouldn't look to spend a lot of money on that.
1: Rick, is there a place they could go? There's got to be, if you Google uh, a trouble code, That is there anywhere an encyclopedia of trouble codes online that people could do access?
4: Yeah, all yeah. the any almost every code that is available in a diagnostic trouble code, you'll find it online. They'll they'll list what that code is, yeah. and the most common causes of it. Uh, say if it was a P0455, which is what they call a gross leak, the first thing to look for is your gas cap. That's okay. disgusting. It, it sounds bad, okay. but all it really usually is is a loose gas cap, or the gas cap isn't clicking down tight, it's not sealing properly. Corrosive. 30 bucks for a new gas cap, and you're done. And that light will actually, once you've corrected it, that light will turn off mm-hmm. after a couple of days. Gotcha. But for, for his car, being as it is quite an old car, I wouldn't put a lot of money into that myself. Got another YouTube over there? And we do. Mark Ryan says, uh, and one of our Iowa folks, we have several folks from Iowa that listen every week. I like that. I like Iowa.
1: Right place. Nice people. I, I like our islands.
4: Yeah. yeah. Question for Stu or Earl Do you know how many of the U.S. based car manufacturers have resumed production? GM, Ford, Toyota, Hyundai, Honda. Also, will there be a delay in the launch of the 2021 models?
5: Well, um, I, the only one I can speak uh, defini- authoritatively on is uh, Toyota. Um, I, I, I'm ashamed. maybe Earl knows, he reads more of the uh, automotive news stuff than I do. Um, Toyota uh, did about a month-long uh, production cut, uh, cut and is restarting again. Um, it's still going to have an impact on the dealer inventories, um, so it did delay everything. Um, can't tell you it's too soon to tell you about the delay on the 2021 models. I think they're still going by the production calendar. The first one is the Corolla. We actually have those allocated now, which is kind of crazy. Here we are in May, and we have 2021 vehicles, which we'll be seeing in June, I think. Um, And next is the 2021 Supra, which is a very low-volume car, but that's coming out in the summer as well, late June, early July.
1: I think most of them have either started up or are in the process. Uh, I think everyone is recognizing now that uh, the demand to open up the country again is going, and uh, they're seeing pockets like South Florida, where the dealers have never stopped selling, and the business has picked up considerably. Uh, the next phenomenon you're going to see is going to be a shortage. So I think the car manufacturers, if there are any that haven't started up, they're just about to, and they're going to be uh, building cars uh, as fast as they can because yeah. there's going to be a pent-up demand. And uh, it's uh, it, right now, there's a pretty good supply of cars, and it's a good time to buy a car when there's availability. When it gets tight,
4: it's, uh, the, the prices go up, supply and demand. Yeah. And Ernesto is asking, how much more in-depth is the certified pre-owned inspection compared to a regular used car inspection? Well, one of the first things that I can tell you from ours is that tires have to have more tread. They have to be newer tires. The tires all have to be matching brands and matching model. In other words, the tires are identical all the way around versus a normal used car could have say two Goodyear's on the front and two Michelin's on the back. The other thing is the brakes must be a much higher level remaining on the brakes. Uh, All the filters and fluids have to be perfect, clean, changed if necessary and so it's a little closer to a new car than the average used car.
1: Yeah the certified inspections um, that's a reason to buy a certified car is because if the dealer does the inspection Uh, the fly in the ointment is the fact that a lot of dealers don't do the inspections. And oftentimes the the mechanic, the technician that does the inspections is on the low end of the pay scale. And you you need a qualified person and a reliable person to go through that check sheet. Uh, The other inspections that you refer to, if they're not certified uh, and established by the manufacturer, or just whatever the dealer decides he wants to do and he can, he can inspect yeah. anything or nothing. Yeah. He can say it's inspected because if you inspect the steering wheel, that car's been inspected. So I would always lean toward a certified pre-owned car, but I would also verify that that car in fact had the things checked. If they said were checked. Exactly. Hey, Rick,
5: you might be able to answer more. On the certified checklist for Toyota, it also includes things that are just, you know, beyond just uh, mechanical stuff. Like, isn't there things like, you have to have a certain number of, of, of keys. Uh, you can't mm-hmm. have aftermarket um, um, things like mats or things like that. Uh,
4: aftermarket Rick? items are acceptable- Uncertified? Certain things, Okay. such as uh, a pinstripe, uh, such things as like a tonneau cover or a bed cover on a pickup truck, uh, maybe a, a front bumper grill or something, door edge guards, certain little things can be acceptable for aftermarket items if they're not going to affect the way that vehicle operates. Right. Um, other aftermarket items do have to be removed. And of course, one of the other big things that we also watch for is such things as, the radio software has to be updated to the latest level. The car gets a, a complete computer scan as well with the scan tool to make sure that all the engine calibrations are up to the latest levels. And the battery is tested, everything is checked. But the other big advantage is that certified checks are done by, a certified Toyota is going to be inspected by a Toyota technician who's very familiar with those cars and knows them inside and out versus a Honda cannot be certified at a Toyota dealership. A Honda is certified at a Honda dealership by a Honda technician that knows them. Yes. Theoretically. Yeah. Yes. And, That's a the
1: big uh, question. Uh, when's the last time we had an audit on our certified cars, to
5: I'm gonna say at least a year, I think.
1: Yeah. So it, it isn't something that's really watched carefully and shame on all the manufacturers for not monitoring it. It's, uh, and if you're not, mo- and when they do inspect, all you do is get a slap on the hand. So mm-hmm. uh, be careful, folks. Yeah. Uh, even if it's a certified car, take it to your mechanic, pay 150 bucks and be sure that the car is good. Uh, Great
2: advice. Uh, listen, uh, we're gonna go to Joan. She's patiently been waiting and uh, she's calling us from the uh home coast joan i hope yes. you're still holding we I ap- am. we Thank apologize you. for you holding for so long uh, are you a first-time caller i am a first-time caller you are and, mm-hmm. uh, very good yes i am oh that's I'm wonderful excited. i'm excited hey listen you just <laughs> won yourself 50 dollars. Oh my gosh, really? Oh my gosh, I don't know
8: about that. Isn't that wonderful?
2: Yes, thank you. Yeah, well, thank you for calling and helping me to build this platform that we need to build for the ladies. Okay? So stay on the line and you can give your contact information to Michael in our control room. What can we do for you this morning? Well, I have a
8: 2014 Hyundai. Sonata, and about a year ago, I was in Fort Myers, and I was almost out of gas, and so I had to pull into a kind of a grungy-looking gas station, uh, because I just didn't have an option, and uh, ever since then, ever since I filled my tank up then, when my tank gets very low, I get the check engine light goes on. And when I fill it back up, uh, it goes off. And this has been going on for a year. And I don't know if I have a check engine, uh, have an engine problem, or maybe sludge in my gas tank. Or I'm just guessing.
4: Sounds like a
1: call- question for Rick.
8: Yeah.
4: My first thought is I would, if it does seem like it occurred right after you filled up from a gas station with uh, questionable fuel. I would actually be concerned about possible there's some sort of contamination down in that tank. Um, I I would actually consider the idea of talking with a mechanic. Has a mechanic looked at the car for this issue?
8: No, he's not. Not Uh, Okay. Because it always goes away, I haven't really done anything about it.
4: Right. Well, with, with a check engine light, the information is stored in the computer, So the next time Mm -hmm. that light comes on, I I would get it into into a mechanic and have them find out what the code is. It could just be a coincidence, but on the other hand, it might be something, some small problem that could get bigger over time. Might be something easy to fix now that could get more expensive later. So I would get that checked out at least to find out what's going on.
8: Okay. Well, it has been going on for a year, so I guess maybe it's not something
4: that's going to ever go away unless I get it fixed. Yep. They, they shouldn't uh-huh.
1: charge you just to do the uh, put the... Uh...
4: No, I mean, just to pull the code. As a matter of fact, if, if all you did was go into, say, one of the, like a discount auto parts or uh, Pet Boys, well, not Pet Boys, they're going to want to try to get you in the shop and fixed. But, uh, like, advanced auto parts, uh, um, these other the small just auto parts store, they'll pull that mm-hmm. code for free and give you an idea of what that code is and they may be able to give you a basic idea of what's going on uh but if you want to call back next week if you get them find out what that code is and call us back next week and let us know what the code is we might give you a little better idea of what's going
8: on well i truly appreciate that thank you so much
2: And mm-hmm. joan we appreciate you thank you so much for giving us a call and don't forget stay on the line so you can give your contact information to Michael thank you you're welcome give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530
1: okay text oh
5: yeah they're coming in. We got some anonymous feedback coming in, too. We good. have some critics, so I love getting to this. We have oh, to get to this. Good. Okay. Um, this is, but this is a text. Um, I need to get a new car. I had already extended my lease month to month for three months and could not get any more extensions. My wife and I live in Atlanta, and we are very uncomfortable going to a dealership because we are seniors and do not want to risk catching the coronavirus. My daughter suggested we take advantage of online buying, that all the car dealerships up here are promoting. Uh, the fact is it's all hype we tried several dealerships all they want to do all they wanted to do was get us on the phone and start the old car dealer crap with us Mm -hmm. the closest thing we found was a Honda dealership who was willing to have a salesman come to our house to show us the car how is this online buying? doesn't sound like online buying to me. (laughs)
1: Well they say what they have to say to get you come in the door Uh, online buying is uh, hyped it's been hyped now for years Uh, Basically, it's almost impossible to buy a car online. Uh, very f- a few dealers do, and a few dealers are honest about it. But I, uh, I, one thing before I forget to mention to you, I'm surprised that you can't get your lease extended. Uh, have you asked your leasing company since the coronavirus epidemic hit? Because the leasing companies are being extremely generous yeah. in extending leases now. I, I think if I were you, I'm a senior. Uh, if I wouldn't want to go into a car dealership today and buy a car, yeah. and I wouldn't want to be tricked into it, thinking I could do it online, and then they trying to lure me in, I'd call that leasing company back, and I'd say, listen, uh, when this coronavirus thing settles down, I want to buy a car, or I want to lease another car, but please give me. And, and I would say you should, if you've got a 30-day extension, you should get at least another 30 days without a problem. You might even get another 60 days. All right, that's good advice. Okay. By the way,
5: also just real quick, there's a lot of buzzwords you're going to hear being floated around by car dealers: online buying, contact contactless buying, uh, no touch buying. Just make sure it really is that. That's all. That's all I got to say. Great you know.
2: advice. Uh, we have uh, Frank on the line, and he's giving us a call from Jupiter Farms. Good morning, Frank.
9: Hey, Frank. Well, good morning. Good morning, Earl Nancy Stewart. Good morning. I give you a little little feedback and a big thank you thank you thank you two weeks ago um earl reached out to a friend of his in utah for my daughter at brown toyota um she had to drive two and a half hours but the deal and the purchase went so well um the price was phenomenal and she's very very thankful and i just gotta say you guys really helped tremendously.
1: Well, Stu called the dealer personally, didn't you, Stu?
5: Yeah, I spoke to uh, to Larry, and uh, by the way, real quick, on a side note, he told me that um, his, their dealership is having their best April sales month ever. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Maybe it's because they're doing the right thing. Yeah. Could be. Thanks, Frank.
0: No,
9: yeah, the dealer fee was only two ninety nine. I, I didn't have the heart to tell him what they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: He knows. He knows
5: We're all we're in a we're in a group together, so uh, we see each other a few times a year, and we, we you know we talk about things like that. He's a good guy. No, that,
0: yeah, really,
9: I really thank you. But real quick, on some other stuff you've been talking about, lease cars. Um, I have a lease car that's is due back in about two weeks, and the leasing company said they can give me six months extension, really? no problem. Wow, that's that's who Chase. And then you triggered something else about certified. Because I'm tempted to keep this car, though I don't really need it. It's probably more than at least it. I should have followed your advice. Maybe I should have bought it, but I'm glad I leased it. Um, I have a 30,000-mile lease, and I only put 8,000 miles on the car. So, I mean, someone's getting themselves a real deal. But they have her to sell me the car at a lower price than the buyout payment was originally. Hmm. And they said, we can certify it for you and get the extra warranty and extra mileage. And because it's all the way over on the other side of the state of Florida, now they said, we can just certify it for you over the phone, yeah. which I thought was kind of different.
5: Well, they're, they're sort of um, defrauding their manufacturer by doing that. Sure. Because the, the whole point of this big fancy inspection is that before the, uh, the manufacturer puts a warranty on it, they want to make sure that it's in good um, working order and there's not going to be a big expense down the road for them. So if they do it over the phone without an inspection, they're defrauding their manufacturer and they can get in trouble for that.
9: Yeah, no, that's why I didn't mention the dealership. But um, anyway, <laughs> I actually have had the car, and I mean, the car is a phenomenal shape. It's just it was a, a, a chapter in my life to just have something really fast and powerful, and I really don't need it anymore. Um, so anyway, but thank you again for Stu, especially for your help out in, in no Arizona. No problem, Frank. No problem.
1: You're welcome, Frank. Thanks for the call. You're one of our regular best callers. We appreciate it.
2: Yeah, we love hearing from you, Frank. Have a wonderful weekend. 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget, take advantage of www.youranonymousfeedback.com.
10: Rick
1: Rick, Rick
4: is flashing his YouTube sign over there. Well, I've got an interesting one from uh, Slim Chance. He says, buying a car from a dealer... My bank says the lien still shows, so they can't finance that vehicle. Should I be concerned?
1: Yeah, I would. And, and Slim, I got your email right here. You, uh, uh, Slim emailed me on another topic, and uh, I'm glad to have an educated guy like you as a consumer. You've got some very interesting questions. Uh, I'd be concerned, certainly, if... Uh, if your lien hasn't been paid off on your car. And unfortunately, this is something that happens during economic uh, recessions. Uh, Dealers get uh, illiquid. They, uh, They run out of cash, and they can't afford to pay cars off. So theoretically, they will sell a car, and the payments still need to be made to the lending institution that recorded the lien. And that's a messy situation. Dealers go to jail for that. I I know some dealers that have gone to jail for that. So you need to be careful. You need to check with the dealer, find out why uh, the car wasn't paid off, and put your foot down. Sometimes a squeaky wheel gets the ill, uh, if you're the first to go and demand the car be paid off, uh, you might get it paid off. Whereas if he's been doing it a lot, which he probably has, you just don't do it one time. Or maybe it was a mistake. Could be a mistake, but the bottom line is Slim is definitely a, uh, a thing to, to be concerned about. By the way, S- uh, Slim's last name is Chance, and I love his no. name, Slim Chance. No, well, right? Really? <laughs> no, that's his uh, that's his email name or his YouTube name, but it's a cool name. I love it, Slim Chance. And uh, uh, I've got an uh, email I might read later if we have time. Uh, he's a very sophisticated, uh, sharp
4: uh, car buyer. <laughs> And I've got Karen, who's asking, uh, because of the COVID situation, and and this one may be a little specific and hard for us to answer, but can a person buy a car from you, I'm assuming private sale, if they live in Michigan right now? Oh, sure,
1: yeah, it happens all the time. Florida is a, uh, you know, we're a tourist state and we have people from all over come down from all in Canada, New York, uh, all over. And, yeah, we we sell people cars from other states. Uh, The question being, where do we title and uh, register the car? Uh, All the states have reciprocity agreements, so Michigan works with Florida and so on and so forth. Uh, You can buy a car in Florida, get a temporary tag, drive it home, and then actually register the car in your home state, which you're typically required to register the car where you live. If you live there six months or longer, that's your your residence, legally, that's where you should register
4: your hmm. car. And I, I think she might actually have been wondering is with the COVID situation, can they still do private sales in the state of Michigan where that state is so shut down? I believe so. Yeah. I think
1: the a restriction would be on the dealership and it doesn't affect a transaction sure. between two individuals.
4: Ah. And last one I have right here is Kyle Smeltz. Good morning. Why are lease residual percentages set so high in Florida? The residual on my Highlander is around $6,000 higher than a blue book estimation of a three-year-old Highlander. Who eats that? Manufacturer. Yeah, it's It's an incentive. Uh,
1: They they do it to sell the car. They do it to lease the car. uh, Manufacturers and dealers love leasing. So uh, they might offer a $2,000 rebate or they might offer a high residual. Mm-hmm. So by offering the higher residual, uh, that makes it a uh, lower payment and more attractive for you to lease the car. As I say, leasing is preferable to selling cars for both dealers and manufacturers because they both make more money that way. And uh, the only negative is you have an option to buy. and uh, Too much it, money. <laughs> it's it, it, it's going to hurt your position that's part of their calculation exactly
5: so it's it's just another incentive um, that manufacturers uh, will will, spend a lot of money trying to get you to buy a car it might be a rebate might be a low uh, low interest rate and it might be a residual enhancement which is what they call them but yeah so most people don't buy their lease returns the few that do help mitigate some of that expense of the manufacturer but it helps them sell cars and 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 their calculus that they're going to make more money and sell more cars doing it that way that's right okay uh,
2: any callers Nancy? okay uh 877-960-9960 <laughs> and you can text us at 772-497-6530 and don't forget we have that mystery shopping report coming up and uh <laughs> it's a doozy uh also take advantage of www.youranonymousfeedback.com and uh that uh i forgot to mention that that mystery shopping report is from uh, napleton
1: Tell them about uh, the shopping report as far as wearing masks, Nancy. Uh, I was thinking about that earlier when the elderly couple uh, was saying that I'm afraid to go in and buy a car. You'd think that the dealerships would at least have gloves and masks and things like that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, And uh, in this particular mystery shopping report, uh, that wasn't the case. And uh, the mystery shopper had to request Uh, that the salesperson put a mask on in order to take a test drive.
1: Shocking to me, it was shocking.
2: And, uh, you know, uh, this isn't just, this doesn't apply just to Napleton. Uh, The same thing happened uh, at Ace Hardware. And uh, there were probably uh, four or five people that were walking around without masks. Mm -hmm. And uh, we all know how important it is uh, to wear one but to, back to the mystery shopping report uh, you would have thought uh, that uh, this person this salesperson would have had one on mm-hmm. uh, he, because uh, obviously he wasn't interested in uh, selling a car uh, so put your mask on
1: exactly okay soon some more text well i
5: have a good one lined up from anonymous feedback and um, i'm gonna put that they're all funny well some are serious <laughs> well, i'll just read them <laughs> so Earl, the only reason you know about all these corrupt practices is because you did them yourself. You're a GD
1: hypocrist. Well, I yeah, I, I played <laughs> That's, that's the point of that. the show, guys. I, you know, I, but I'm not a hypocrite because I confess. Well, you're a hypocrist. I, I, yeah, I'm <laughs> not. I I admit that I used to do terrible things uh, many years ago. And uh, how many people didn't make mistakes in their younger yeah. life? And when I started the business, I was part of the uh, problem and I used to advertise cars at lower prices I could sell them for uh, bait and switch and I did it all. Uh, I learned well. I even had dealer fees. You should sure a book about all that stuff. So w- what are you supposed to say to a guy that did bad things and then he changed and he confessed? I mean I think I should get a little bit of a break how many people are perfect? Are you perfect? Are the people that I'm 79 years old to that say that, that I didn't up. do some bad things in 79 years? Then I'd be a hypocrite. But When I confess, I admit to being a crook, but I refuse to be called a hypocrite. Yeah, where's your book? Hold that up to the camera. That, that's the whole... Oh, and, exactly. Your yeah. entire yeah, raison d'etre is yeah. the... Uh, right. I'm I'm he's
5: confessed. A, yeah.
1: Give him a break, guys. Confessions of a recovering <laughs> car dealer. I have admitted it. And uh, if you ha- take a look... That's a very clever uh, book cover. I'm in a confessional booth, yeah, and I'm talking to a priest. Because You're wearing I'm, the same shirt, too. I'm confessing.
5: you got the same shirt on.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's keep going. Okay. Um, all right, here's, there seems to be a theme of these coming in. and uh, first one says, uh, glad to see your chin is protected from COVID, Earl.
1: Oh, boy. So, okay. You know, I, I, my mouth should be, and I, I have a hard time. Uh, with this mask, I'm going to get one of the masks. Stu tells me that our body shop has a mask. He's that. got one on, and I need to get one like him because I, I'm having a problem breathing and uh, yeah. talking. I know Rick has the same problem, and we both need to get those yeah. masks yeah. that have you, a little you gotta, puff.
5: You got to pinch that uh, little yeah. wire thing over your
1: nose. Yeah. That's how you yeah. do. It. But you caught Earl. me, and I'm, I have to, I should be more careful.
2: Earl wants you. Earl, uh, Stu wants you to get a mask the same color as your shirt. Okay. He wants me to cut up one of your shirts With and, a
5: ha- and and a hat like a, mm-hmm. like a like a ski hat. Yeah. I, 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 I
2: thought maybe a, little, a couple of red phones on it. Yeah, be, yeah. be a little bit. Uh, <laughs> use your ma- imagination. I gotta
5: bust out my sewing machine. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, continuing the mask theme, we have another anonymous feedback. That says, y'all, <laughs> put your mask on the right way, cover nose and mouth.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. no, yeah. you're
5: right Uh, that's uh, easy
2: to do and we're in the studio and the distance (laughs) we've taken advantage of that putting that into place we have our masks on we have our hand sanitizer we have our lysol uh, wipes and we are taking precautions every single one of us back to earl talking about (laughs) the uncomfortable feeling uh and we really don't have to have it on but we do it is terribly uncomfortable uh to be able to breathe and Stu, you owe me a mask
0: okay Okay. no problem at all (laughs)
2: hey uh real quick i want to get to another text and this is from uh joan and she's from north carolina and she said That she said, just tell me why the car dealers are still trying to take advantage of the consumers by selling us nitrogen. Pardon me. (laughs) uh so uh my answer because they can (laughs) Uh, but nitrogen has no use Uh, she also says that the car salesman told her that there would be a uh longer uh, life and she wouldn't have to replace them as often
1: the nitrogen they're using the fact that nascar and that airlines and that the space shuttle In the tires, they put nitrogen, and uh, they do that because at high altitudes, at 40,000 feet, uh, it helps the expansion contraction factor because of the super cold. NASCAR, they're doing 200 miles an hour, and at high speeds, the heat is very high. That is... Uh, that is a factor. Now, space shuttle has got both. Yeah. Got, you're you coming from zero pressure. Yeah. Plus in
5: NASCAR, aren't they like measuring yeah. you win based on fractions of a second? No. I mean, if you yeah. get the tiny, in, yeah. in professional sports, the tiniest advantage, exactly. it actually pays off. You know, your car doesn't yeah. really not notice it. Consumer reports
1: said it all. Yeah. It's worthless. If you want to put nitrogen in your tires, go ahead, but just, just don't pay for it. Yeah. That's the that reason I like Costco. I, one of my problems with Costco is a, Put nitrogen in your tires free, so you can't argue because it's free, but they do it, so you'll come back and get more nitrogen. Yeah. And you don't need more nitrogen, yeah. but that's the only thing I can say and, negative and, about Costco.
2: And, Joan, I'm really glad that you caught that. Uh, and, uh, you know, the uh, dealers are going to continue uh, to try to, you know, sell you these this nitrogen that's worthless. So uh, just stand your ground is all I can say. We are going to go to our favorite caller from Palm City. You guys know who it is? Good morning. Come on. It's John. <laughs> Hello
10: John. Good, good morning to everybody. Hey, I just man. want to Hello. put the automotive uh, title uh, to continue when you say sit when I say sit down for this one, <laughs> I say sit down for this one <laughs> we if you're are. in your seat belts. But anyhow I have all good news today. And and you, this is Earl mentioned it about car sales, including his place that are way up um, RV sales are way, way up. Big demand for RVs. Also, we're getting many companies are giving us car insurance discounts because they know they don't, we don't use the car as much. Mm-hmm. And even things like bicycle, bicycle repairs, are way up. But here's a here's an important thing, and we're going to benefit from this. When I grew up, drive-in movies were the biggest thing. I used to love them. Definitely. I I grew up in the New York City area, so there wasn't much space for them. But Howard, who probably calls you regularly, might remember, in Whitestone in the Bronx, was they called it the Whitestone Drive-In. People came from everywhere. And then there was another one over the city line on Long Island. It was the Sunrise Drive-In. But here's the advantage of the drive-ins. Coming back, and by the way, one in Ocala opened up already. You can have things like church service. Because the drive in is only at night when it gets dark. So during the day, they could have functions like a church service yeah. and maybe other functions. So maybe there's some benefits with the uh, virus Absolutely. So I you want to mention. Yeah. You know, yeah. interesting, and, and, uh, I saw
5: there's a movie that's coming out, and I've never seen this in a movie ad. Um, some movie, The King of Staten Island, says opening online and in drive in theaters around the country.
2: It's that it's just amazing yeah. that it takes it goes back uh, like you said, John, back in your day. Well, back in my day, I mean, that was a thing to do. We went to the drive-in, and back in those days, we could just put our PJs on, pop our popcorn, you know, just pack ourselves up and just have a ball, and just feel so safe.
1: I took Stu to the drive-in, theater, you know, drive-in movie, Barbarella, when he was one year old to watch Barbarella. I,
5: I don't remember, but it's part of the legend. <laughs> Jane took, Vonda. Yeah, soft soft porn movie from my first movie.
10: <laughs> well, we'll all welcome that back. But then there's two things that I want to address that you mentioned today, the power of shouting. Let me tell you how effective that could be. Also, in the New York area, there was an appliance company, and the owner himself was called Crazy Eddie. He yelled and screamed right. on top of his lungs. <laughs> Beyond belief, and he yelled the statement Crazy Eddie is insane. And believe it or not, that advertising brought people into his appliance stores. It was so effective, it was unbelievable. And when I tell you in his ads, he shouted on top of his lungs over and over again Crazy Eddie is insane. Didn't he go to jail? Yes, he did later on. He did. <laughs> he, did yeah. he was caught absconding funds or something to another country. And, and the second thing I want to address too is a caution. Uh, Carl Icahn owns Hertz. Hertz is bankrupt. By, by the midsummer, they will be declaring total bankruptcy because their 1.5 billion dollars are shortfall. Wow. Why is there a shortfall? He paid 10 billion dollars in financing to buy 500 cars. This is back, and use those assets as securities. So unless somebody, and I know the government is not going to be bailing them out, bails them out, and all the finance people say that that company will be totally, totally bankrupt by midsummer.
1: Wow, so, I didn't
10: know that. A, a word of caution on, bank, on Hertz. Yeah. Only have, you. you don't like to hear news like that. That was the number one company. I mean, when O.J. Simpson used to advertise yeah. for their car rental, yeah. it was unbelievable. It was in the heydays.
2: Wow. So Less unless
10: they get a bailout, they're going to go under.
2: Boy, oh, boy.
10: And uh, thank, thank God we do have some good news, though. Like I say, the drive-in movies and car insurance discounts that yeah. we're getting, yeah. and these RV sales, they needed a shot like that. They were then at the doldrums, but boy, they picked up tremendously, and uh, that's yeah. a, some good news.
5: I'd take a ride in a lanyard ever going in a plane right now
10: any day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I'll tell you what, John, we need some good news.
10: Yes, let's wait for those drive-ins to open up. Oh, wow,
2: we had a ball. Those were the good old days. Hey, John, thank you so much for calling.
10: Okay, one other fast thing, too. The dealer shop last week, oh, boy, I sure would like, but it's never going to happen. Manufacturing revoked the franchise of these deals. They did it once here in Stewart. And then that same dealer, I believe, has an ad running with that Frank Gonzalez. He talks about Kia distributor. He talks about Kia prices. But they say a disclaimer on the bottom, not valid in Stewart. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? (laughs) If you got a deal up in Portier's, why in the world is it not honored and steward? <laughs> Tells you something right away about their mode of a business.
1: <laughs> hmm. I'll tell you what, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, he, he, I think he ran the one where you had to be a first responder, or, or yeah. was that Vero Beach? That was no, that was the that was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, main Toyota. Yeah, 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 fine print <laughs> to get to 74 months, 0%, 84 months, 0%, you had to be a uh, first responder. That was in the fine print. Man, oh, man. Yeah.
10: Is that the same dealer, by the way, that used to own the uh, Ford dealership in Lake Park? Yeah. And sold it?
5: Yeah, sold it to Mullinex. Right. Well,
10: mm-hmm. uh, are they also, they're very big at the Ford racing?
1: I don't know. Nick Smith is the uh, is the son of Bell Smith, who was the founder. And Nick Smith is pretty much retired. I think Frank Gonzalez is, I mean, Hernandez is a... Uh,
5: Gonzalez, yeah. Yeah,
1: is a owner. He's probably... maybe uh, more than that, I don't know. But Nick Smith is retired. He's just out catching sailfish in Mexico.
10: Right. Well, there's a place in Stewart It's not open to the public. It's right off the exit, and it's uh, Smith uh, Auto Ford Racing. And somebody told me he was at one time a real big Ford dealership Mm -hmm. throughout Florida, and that's him that runs it. And it's a bunch of race cars and Ford products for racing, so I don't know if it's the same people.
1: Could be. Okay, thank yep. you. John, thanks again for the call. You, uh, Nancy and I mean it when you say you're our best caller and our most reliable, so don't be a stranger. Call us again next week, please.
2: And, John. Thank um, you, guys. John, thank, I'm still thinking you. about uh, Tina. I know you asked about her, too. So, we're uh, Tina, if you're out there and you're listening, would love to hear from you. Yeah, we're worried about you, Tina. I hope you're okay.
10: Yes, let's help. Number one female caller. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank you, John. John. Have Talk a great weekend. 877-960-9960, and you can text us at 772-497-6530, and also youranonymousfeedback.com.
1: Okay, text.
5: Okay, we got anonymous feedback. Earl, we often knock on Jeep and Chrysler for the lack of quality and questionable safety. Now the Jeeps are sexy. I think we can all agree on that. Wouldn't a collaboration between FCA and another OEM make a better vehicle? FCA, which is the Fiat Chrysler um, company, uh, could bring the Jeep sexy exterior and interior details, while another OEM takes care of the quality and safety under the sexy cladding. What do you think? Thanks, a loyal listener.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, you're going to see a lot of mergers. I I think you're going to see mergers with automotive companies and with software companies. There's too many manufacturers, and after this pandemic uh this havoc on the world, uh, you're going to see uh, a huge, a uh, 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 few survivors. There's not going to be a lot of them. Uh, but I agree. I think, you know, you go with your strong suit. You've got good uh, at building interiors, good at software, good at, uh, you yeah. know, electronics. Uh, cars are going to be something that you won't recognize 20 years from today. They won't be cars. Uh, by the way we look at them today.
5: Yeah, that's a common practice, you know, you got all sorts of collaborations, Mazdas and Fords, Mazdas and Toyotas, Toyota and BMW, so it's uh, it's a common practice. I hope someone from FCA is listening. (laughs) All right, uh, we have a text here, Uh, it's from Mike in Houston, he says, I'm considering um, buying a, a Jeep Trackhawk, most likely new, and these are low inventory vehicles. How would you adapt your three-bid approach to buying without going 1,000 miles outside of the area?
1: Well, you know, actually, uh, you can probably get prices a 1,000 miles and use them to negotiate the price locally uh, if you can stay closer than 1,000. But uh, I tell people in Florida, because, uh, you, you know, Florida is a long, narrow state, if you have a really good price in Tampa and you live in West Palm Beach, It's not beyond the realm of logic that you would drive to Tampa to save $1,000 or $500. So uh, that's the beauty thing about online. Distance really isn't a factor. You get the price. The dealer that's 1,000 miles away probably would be more inclined to give you a low price. Yeah. Here's where being a dealer helps. Uh, Stu and I have this conversation all the time. Uh, We're trying to price our cars, and we put our price on the cars, and it's, it's for our local market and the conversation we have is why wouldn't we have a lower price in Miami you know we're in North, we're in north Palm Beach uh, about a hundred miles uh, north of Miami uh, people from Miami aren't going to come up and buy a car from us so why don't we just give them a dynamite For price no yeah. if you live in Miami uh, we haven't done that yet but it's I think dealers think that way and uh, we're less inclined because we put our lowest price on all the cars so most dealers don't do that so if, if you're going to be shopping around to get a really good price, go a thousand miles. Yeah, your your get local dealer price.
5: your local dealer doesn't know that you're not willing to drive a thousand miles to get that price. Exactly. Yeah. You can show, you can print an email with a quoted price if they send you a buyer's order. Sure. Would be better and show it to your local dealer? He's not gonna he's not gonna pass up on a deal. Yeah, just,
1: just for fun, somebody out there ought to do this. I ought to do it, but uh, I just don't seem to have the time. Take any car, you know, Honda, a Nissan, a Ford. One, particular your car, and then make it a project to go out and get online bids for out-the-door prices, and see what the difference in price would be. I mean, you could do 50, you could do 100, if you want to spend an hour. Yeah, copy and paste. You want to spend an hour? Copy and paste. Copy Hit and same. paste. Boom, boom, boom. And just see what the out-the-door price. That'd be a fun exercise. I'll bet you you'll see thousands of dollars difference and for how much work and like Stu says not even an hour yeah. you could save yourself thousands of dollars yeah the miracle of modern day yeah, technology use online to your advantage I mean you know as Stu said you know you're not going to drive to Syracuse to buy that Honda but the guys in North Palm Beach uh, Bremen Honda uh, they, they don't know that yeah. and you don't even have to tell them exactly where it is but just here's my price and uh, try it you'll like it
5: all right, we got another one. This is from Kyle uh, in uh, Pennsylvania. It says, uh, I'm sorry, not in Pennsylvania, but this is uh, from Kyle. I know you guys have been doing shopping reports for years. Do any dealers not charge dealer fees in South Florida besides Earl Stewart? It drives me insane being from Pennsylvania. Uh, the answer to that is no. I, I really we think the answer we is thought,
1: no. Every now and then we thought. Right. Uh, and then we found out that it was deception. They had something they name differently yeah. Yeah.
5: now. Easy, Easy owned car sales um, in North Palm Beach um, on U.S. One um, is a used, small used car lot. I forgot about them. They did not have any dealer fees. It was sales tax and tag, and I think the tag was on was uh, C.O.D. No. On, on demand on, on delivery. Um, now there was in I think Popka, Florida, and that is in the center of the state somewhere. Um, in the, I won't say the boonies, because I'll offend the Apopkins. The mm. But um, Mullinex has a dealership in Apopka, Florida. and We mystery shopped them, and there was no dealer fees of any kind. They did it.
1: Did we actually mystery shop them? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah,
5: we went there. Okay. And then um, the Mullinex dealerships here in South Florida, they, they do adver- advertise that they don't have a dealer fee, but they do have these other, uh, Electronic other fees. Electronic filing thing. And on one of their buyer's orders, I think, on the last mystery shop, it says dealer fee on it. So we're not quite sure what's going on there. But the answer is, I'd say, 99.9% answer is no. No. Okay, one more question in text. Um, What is total loss protection wrap on a leased car? Thank you, Bob in Wildwood, New Jersey.
1: Talk about gap. That's gap.
5: And all that is is um, it protects you should your car be totaled out either by um, an accident or by theft and not recovered. Um, between the amount that's owed and the amount of the vehicle um, is worth. Now, most leasing companies put that on there anyway because it's their asset. You're just uh, more or less renting it. So they have guaranteed um, loss protection on their car. That's gap protection. If you finance a car and you don't put any money down and you're going to be in a negative equity situation um, for a few years, it's something you might want to consider. But uh, but it, it protects you from having to come out of pocket on the event that your car gets totaled.
1: But just like extended service service contracts, it's buyer beware. Mm -hmm. Gap insurance can be insanely profitable for car dealers. All car dealers sell gap insurance. The problem is they sell it when you don't need it, uh, and they don't fully explain it. And the prices vary. So uh, you can buy gap insurance outside the dealership. Don't be... Don't be pressured into buying gap insurance until you fully understand your position and do you need it and is the price competitive.
5: For example, if you were trading in a car that had negative equity and you rolled that into your new loan, you're you're at high risk if there is a situation. But like you said, uh, do your homework ahead of time. It would be a good idea to get some uh, competitive prices before you go into their finance department because um, they'll do a really good and very compelling sales job on it.
1: Yes.
2: Okay, um, I have a text from Lori from Pennsylvania, and uh, she wants to know uh, when the best time uh, would be to purchase a new car. Um, I'll let Earl take this one in just a second, but off the top of my head, I would uh, think that it would be October, November, December, uh, and uh, also uh, I would give thought to daylight make sure you go shopping during the day so you can take a good look at that car and the other uh, tip is to advise you um, the dealership is not a place to fall in love don't fall in love with a certain vehicle. It'll get you into a whole lot of trouble. And to that, Earl, what do you have no, that's a good, You gave good
1: advice, I would add. At the end of the month, it's not like an old wives tale or urban legend, but you actually get a better price at the end of the month. The end of the year is even better priced because of the competition among the different dealers. And uh, you should uh, uh, think right now about buying a car Uh, this is an interesting uh, time for dealers Uh, uh, this is a time when a lot of them are sweating the economics of it. Uh, Our dealership lost a lot of money last month Uh, and uh, I can't remember and I know Stu can't remember the last time uh, we ever lost money in a month Uh, so so it's kind of scary Uh, we didn't lay off any of our employees, a lot of dealers are laying off employees, Uh, we we were able to get the PPP loan uh, and that uh, we're paying everybody. Uh, but some dealers didn't do it that way. And you have a, you know, a lot of dealers are afraid about, worried about survival. What do you think about,
5: because um, we're going to see some vehicle shortages, um, certainly with some manufacturers uh, coming up as they sell the, the cars and also with the, the, the halt in production supply and demand. Do you see uh, dealers uh, increasing their prices to make up for the, uh, you know, if they only have
1: uh, 60%
5: of the cars they normally stock?
1: Yeah, well, the shortage, uh, the prices are going to go up. Right now, Mm -hmm. there's not a shortage, but there will be very soon. So, uh, you're probably better off to buy into the situation where there's not a shortage and the dealers are trying to get back up to speed again. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, Lori, I hope uh, we all answered your question. And uh, spread the word. Give us a call. Uh, FIRST TIME CALLERS WIN THEMSELVES FIRST TIME LADY CALLERS WIN THEMSELVES $50 AND uh, I'M GOING TO MENTION WHILE IT'S ON MY MIND uh, EARL'S LATEST uh, COLUMNS WHERE YOU CAN GO TO EARL ON CARS AND uh, PULL UP ALL OF THEM AND uh, THE FIRST ONE IS THE ATTORNEY GENERAL ASHLEY MOODY We all know who she is. And uh, enforcing Florida's laws regarding advertising honest car prices. You think it would have been done a long time ago, but indeed it hasn't. And uh, speaking of uh, honest car prices, Lori, I forgot to mention to you, be careful of those hidden fees and trust me they are hidden uh, the second column that earl wrote was your car's interior can be as coronavirus resistant as the cabin interiors of billionaires yes billionaires that are in these private jets so take advantage of earl on cars and pull up uh, whichever Call them, meet your needs, 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We are going to go to the phone lines where John is calling us from West Palm Beach.
10: Hi, John. Hey, hello. Um, I have a question. The Okay. We have a lease, we have a lease vehicle. It's going to be up in two months. Uh, a Honda, but when is going to be the most opportune time for us right now? Like right now I'm seeing, you know, dealer incentives is 0% financing, which, which is great because you don't have to don't on it. We have excellent credit. When would be, and, and my wife and I are both teachers, so we're still getting a paycheck and we're teaching out of the house and we won't need two vehicles, uh, especially going into the next school year. If we're still teaching out of the house, um, so that's the limit that I'm in as far as it's a good dilemma. Um, but I think we're going to need a second car at one point. When would be the, you know, you just talked about a car shortage. When would be the best time to buy and when's going to be the best time to stay away as far as these next several months, uh, you know, for me turning in this car. So I don't mind paying the 350, uh, to turn it in and not get something else. Uh, because I'm not a lease person, we did it mm-hmm. to get out of debt, and it helped. And it worked for us, and it helped us get out of debt because the payments were lower. And uh, and so we're not going to lease again. Uh, it was just ends to me. Well,
1: I, I think that first of all, don't let the lease return be pressure you into making a fast decision. On the other hand, we we're talking earlier in the show. There are good inventory availabilities now of vehicles, and the pressure is on the dealers to try to make deals and sell cars. Uh, so it's, it, it's a good buying environment now, other than the fact that we have the COVID-19 issue, and a lot of people like you and me are, are afraid about going into retail stores and being around other people. Uh, you can get an extension on your lease. Uh, we just heard someone that got a six-month extension on their lease. Uh, 30 days is automatic, almost. 60 is common, 90 is probably fairly common. Uh, Do your homework and you you can stay home and you can check consumer reports online and you can do some online shopping until you find the car that you want to buy. And you can actually do most of your shopping in comparison online before you have to go out. But if if you wait uh, too long, if you wait 60 days, the shortage is going to kick in. And depending on the car you're buying... Low supply, high demand means higher prices that you're going to pay. So I try. I, if I were you, I'd try to make a move in the next 30 days. Uh, maybe toward the end of May would be a good time. Uh, you'll have the end of the okay. month going for you, and you'll have uh, time to do your research and your comparisons, and you can get an extension on your lease so you don't have to rush to bring it back. Uh, no, it's not. The
10: lease is not due until... Uh...
1: July. Oh, okay. Well, then there so is you no can, pressure. We
10: can turn it in early.
1: Too. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you turn it in early, then uh, if they'll allow you to do that, then they're going to ask you to uh, buy the same make car, uh, you lease or buy the same make car. They don't waive any payments on your lease unless yeah. right. you are Correct. one of their customers. So uh, you, if you're happy with the make car you're buying now, that's the way to go. Okay, very good.
10: All right. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for the call, John. Take, Thank you, take John. care okay we're uh, getting near a uh, mystery shopping report time aren't we
10: yeah but we got
5: yeah. some uh we have some texts that are coming in i think we have a youtube or two
4: yeah let's do those first we got one here that i think you'll definitely like this one or else john sanchez says i took my truck to get serviced and they broke one of my volume control buttons on my steering wheel hmm. now they want me to pay for the repair what can i do
1: well, you try to get through to somebody up the ladder. Uh, I can't believe that the owner or the general manager uh, would put up with something like that. You've got someone that's just not uh, being fair with you. If you take it up to the owner general manager, you still get to no. know. Uh, I'm not going to recommend you get a lawyer. The price of a lawyer is going to be greater than what you're going to get from uh, what they want you to pay or won't pay. Uh, I'd uh, file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau, County Office of Consumer Affairs. I, I might even go to the Attorney General's office. Uh, but I call the manufacturer. Uh, if, you, if you make enough noise, uh, you can oftentimes get the attention, and they'll take care of you. Okay.
5: Okay, so we had a follow-up from Bob in Wildwood, New Jersey. He says it's not gap insurance. It's called RAP, not GAP. It's, it's $2,500 towards the replacement vehicle. Um, total loss protection RAP, and that's from Bob. So I um, apologize for we went off on the, on the GAP. Um, discussion. Um, So I had to Google that because I'm not familiar with it. I suspected it's another type of insurance product and it is. As a matter of fact, um, I'm going to text you this link because we don't have time to go through the whole thing. There is some warnings of it um, by the New York York State. um, The state of New York is warning on it. And it is an insurance product and basically it allows you gives you prearranged approval with the lender and I think you might have to buy that vehicle your next in other words, if you if you crash your lease car, you can go back to the same dealer and use this $2,500 to help you get a new car. So I'm going to send you this link, and then you can read it, and maybe next week we can discuss a little bit more. I'll read some more on it.
1: Yeah, and with what we're talking about, you have diminished value, and this is something that uh, your insurance company can go to bet for you on. Uh, in our market here, we use uh, uh, Gordon. used to be Gordon & Donner, yeah. and uh, they are betting 1000 if you wreck a new car and they want to replace it with a used car without taking into consideration the fact the diminished value of your car, they can usually get that recovered for you. Diminished value should be covered by your insurance company unless they specifically exclude it, which is mm-hmm. something you should look at in the policy before you buy your insurance. Correct.
5: And the last text comes from Steve in New Jersey, longtime texter, um, FYI, I came across an IIHS test video of a 2019 Jeep Wrangler and the front side collision test it flipped on its side. The manufacturer insisted on a second test. Do over! And that Jeep flipped as well. Um, they may look nice, but they don't appear to be safe. I uh, thought your listeners should know about it.
1: Thanks, cool. Steve. Yeah, we, we talk about that almost every week. People think I'm trying to assassinate Jeep, but I say Jeep is a beautiful car. It's a sexy car. They sell a lot of cars. It's keeping Chrysler alive. But it's unsafe. It's high maintenance, uh, high repair. Uh, it's just uh, you just have to take the good, the bad, and the ugly all together. And let me tell you, there's a lot of jeeps on the road. I, I, I'm tempted to buy one myself. They look so cool. But I wouldn't. I am. I'm I would expose my family to the safety the, risk. The Rubicon. Uh, there's a couple
5: out there that I'm, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, I'm salivating over these things. i yeah. yeah. you am not going to do it.
2: You wouldn't expose who to what let's forget the coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no doors on it the wouldn't, the it coronavirus wouldn't, comes right in. wouldn't right take too okay, long for you to gotta, be pulled over gotta, I gotta, gotta squeeze this one in real quick this real is a quick, doozy 941. okay Jackie uh, asks why did my sales associate insist on knowing what I want to pay per month for my vehicle well Jackie uh, I'll make this short and sweet He's a very dishonest person, number one. And number two, run. Now, the recovering car dealer has our mystery shopping report, and that is Napleton Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.
1: Well, that's a mouthful. What's we'll uh, called CDJ. Sue <laughs> <laughs> uh, was alluding to this earlier in the show. We feel a little guilty that... When we have uh, a and shop, we, we we enjoy it, but we shouldn't because it's really terrible. It's almost comical. It's not comical if you're the victim, but uh, I guess we see it, and it's just so ludicrous that it's somewhat enjoyable to read and talk about. Uh, we probably shop Naple dealerships more than any other. I couldn't give you an exact number, but I'd say at least a dozen times. We keep going back because of... Uh, They're so good at being bad. They are experts at deception, masters of deceit. In the worlds of Obi, I like this, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, What a beautiful quote that is. Okay, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but the truth is they hold more spots on a do not buy, do not buy a car from this dealer list than anybody else. It's almost a rule of thumb. If it says Napleton, go somewhere else. In keeping with the last show's theme, we set out this week to find a deceptive car dealer ad that leveraged the COVID-19 pandemic. Last Saturday, we reported on the Beth Smith Toyota ad promoting 0% for 84 months and uncovered a frankly offensive scheme, about as offensive as you can get, as a matter of fact. I, I threw the frankly and as was you know, a little double entendre. There, exploited so. an incentive available only <laughs> Listen to this, and as John from Palm City says, you better sit down for this one. To get this 70, zero percent, 84 months, you had to be a first responder. Uh, you had to be a cop, you had to be a paramedic uh, to get this. Unbelievable that they would stoop that low. We hope to find another example of this sort of ad, and the first dealer we thought of was at Napleton, And we fully expected to find the gold standard of the car dealer, COVID-19 ads, on one of their websites. Amazingly, we didn't find much. The most prominent one was from Napleton Kia with an offer of 0% up to 75 months, not 74, 75, and a 120-day payment deferral. This is a legitimate offer from Kia, not much different than Toyota's 0% for 60 months with a 90-day payment deferral. But we did find something pretty damn astonishing, Napleton CDJ, was listing a new a new 2020 Jeep Renegade for sale on its website with discounts of around eight thousand five hundred dollars. Eight thousand five hundred dollars. And these are huge discounts on vehicles that list for just twenty-three or twenty-four thousand dollars. In fact, that's thirty-five percent, and you just don't see that. That's a super red flag there. A good price on a new twenty twenty Jeep Renegade would be about twenty thousand dollars. Napleton was advertising for under 16000 Okay. www.aintinggonnahappen.com The one we selected had an MSRP of $24,215 and was discounted down to $15,676. Unbelievably low. This amounted to $8,539. As I said, a 35% discount. Sounds too good to be true. And of course it is. We noticed something intriguing displayed in small print with the the large red sale price, the words conditional incentives then various amounts, each labeled cash offer. So we clicked. Uh, The conditional incentives were cash rebates only available to certain small groups of people. Now, hang on to your hats. There was $1,000 for living in a certain area of economic development. (laughs) I've never heard that. Me neither. And by the way, I gotta interject.
5: I went back um, to get more details when I wrote this up. That has been removed off the website, um, just the first screen, so I I couldn't dig into it a little bit more, what does Uh, that even mean?
1: Yeah, somebody probably said, what? I mean, if you live in this neighborhood, you're gonna get a special price, unbelievable. There was $1,000 for a mobility Mobility assistance. What does that mean? That is like uh, a lot of
5: manufacturers. If you're going to put some sort of um, equipment, like a wheelchair lift or a ramp, um, oh. into your car, oh, so yeah, oh, they
1: would have to be disabled. disabled, correct? So they could say you have to live in this area and be disabled, correct? Okay, and, and then you're I know you're not believing this. This is Napleton Kia, uh, uh, CDJ, Kia. Yeah. There was $500 for realtors. So you've got to live in a certain neighborhood, have a disability, and be a realtor. And finally, you've got to be on active duty in the military. Now, how can you be active duty in the military if you're disabled? And a realtor. And a realtor. <laughs> right. And live in
5: a specific, I mean, yeah.
1: that's why we laugh, folks. I mean, some, some dealers are so deceptive and evil that they cross over the line and become funny. So right off the bat, we knew $3,000 would be added back to the price. We'd need to go to the dealership to find out how Napleton would get out of selling a brand new Jeep Renegade for so low a price. We sent in Agent Thunder and Agent Tempest, a female shopper. Agent Tempest and I, I'm speaking as if I were Agent Thunder, and I arrived at Napleton CDJ just after lunch. We entered the showroom and were quickly greeted by a pleasant young man named Marcus. He asked us how our day was going and what it was that brought us in. He was not wearing a mask. Now, Nancy talked about that earlier. Most of the employees were not wearing masks. Now, that is irresponsible. That is uh, indicative of a bad business person. We told him we'd seen the new renegades listed online in the mid-15s. Marcus told us to follow him to his desk. We sat down, and Marcus immediately advised us that many of Naples' offer came with qualifications, got right into it, that we would have to meet. He referred us to a sheet of paper that was pinned to the wall entitled Rebate Qualifications. I've never seen this. This is, again, a Napleton exclusive. The Napleton listed 10 different rebates, uh, and here, 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 here they were. National Realtor Association, never seen this. This is new, a Maple, Mapleton exclusive. Military bonus, we've seen that. You have to be active duty in the military. Employee advantage, friends and family, we've seen that one. Truck owner conquest, another one. Non-Fiat uh, Chrysler, uh, what's the A mean? A conquest, I mean, you're not driving there, make a car. Right. Pull ahead program conquest, I don't even know what that is. Non-prime retail bonus, well, I don't know what that is. TDM certification mailer. We don't know what that is. Automobility. We talked about that. You're disabled. First responder loyalty discount program. That's what Beth uh, Smith Toyota did that we mystery shopped last week. You have to be a first responder yeah. to get the yeah. discount.
2: Think about it. You're sitting here saying that you don't even know what that's all about. Uh, yeah. You don't understand that. Can you imagine the consumer? It is so sad
1: Agent Tempest told Marcus that she didn't know what all of those meant, (laughs) but she didn't think we qualified for any of them, even, you know, uh, she said it was the low price that brought us in and asked if there was anything to do to help us out. Marcus responded by saying, let's drive it first. If you just tuned in, we're doing a mystery shop of Napleton Kia. They're in West Palm Beach, right? Uh, no, this is an CDJ on North Lake Boulevard. Oh, CDJ. I'm sorry. Oh, I like
2: These, that they got something CDJ. Different yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, CDJ on, on North Lake Boulevard. Okay, um, uh, so I said, let's drive it first to get close to this deal. We'll need to find a base model. Uh, what color do you like? Agent Tempest said a base model was all we wanted. She said, uh, we preferred white. Marcus then collected our driver's licenses, asked us uh, questions about our personal information They would enter into his computer, then he left to get the keys. Outside of the car, Marcus impressed us with his walk-around presentation, then he suggested we take it for a spin. I asked if he was going with us, and he said he was. Agent Tempest and I looked at each other, and she said, I was wondering if you could possibly find a mask to wear while you're in the car. Marcus said, of course. He headed back in the showroom and came back wearing a mask, uh, which proved they passed out masks. Probably they told them to wear masks, the and a mask. they just didn't do it. We drove the Renegade up and down North Lake Boulevard while Marcus talked nonstop. A return immediately got his trial closed question. How do you like it? If the numbers are right with this car, uh, would you buy this car today? Angel Timbus answered, well, we're not qualified for any of the rebates. Let me work my magic, Marcus interrupted. Here he goes. Uh, Mr. Uh, White Shoe Gold Chains. That's what we used to say in the old days. Uh, you old, old-timers will recognize uh, Let
2: me see if I got hmm? this right. So Marcus left, and he went out to his car and went into the trunk, got a wheelchair out, brought it into the showroom. <laughs> That's and magic. And put uh, t- um, uh, t- the Tempest in it. Uh, <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> you qualify. That's right.
1: Sell <laughs> me a- this house. Agent and we are not qualified for any of these rebates. So he, that's when he did the work of magic. We waited for Marcus to pin out the proposal. When he returned, he put a worksheet on the desk and said, even without those other rebates, I was able to work out a great deal for you. Now, this is where it just goes unbelievable. Watch the price go. The price was printed as 24215 Marcus said. We're going to give you $2,356 discount right off the bat. Then you get a rebate of $3,250. Now we're sure the wow, wow. Wow, wow. that's over $5,000 they're just throwing right out at me now. So this isn't going to be too bad. Yes, it is. I asked him what the rebate was for. Marcus said his boss finagled the friends and family rebate for us. Whoopie-doo. I said, thanks. This brought out our adjusted price to eighteen. dollars then he said he had to add the Napleton Experience Package. <laughs> the Experience Package is where we screw you and take advantage of you. And lie, experience. cheat, and steal. I'm only kidding. It sounds like a band. And that's the Napleton Experience Package, which added $1,960 to the price. Uh, it didn't even say what it was all about. Agent Temple said, what's that? It's a package of oil changes and maintenance for your car. Well, the maintenance is nominally. <laughs> on a new vehicle today. The first two years is maybe a couple hundred dollars. Agent Tempest said that was something we'd like. Playing along. (laughs) Playing along, exactly. Marcus continued brushing past the dealer fee while saying something along the lines "Are their taxes, title fees, bottom line, just scooted right over the dealer fees. Bottom line, you're $25,703. What he skipped over was the addition of $1,000 $695 uh, for a destination fee. Now, that's the freight. That's the freight from the manufacturer, Jeep, to the dealer, and it's in the invoice, it's in the list price, it's in the quoted MSRP. And they added it back in again. They added the freight twice. So it's nothing more than a hidden fee. I question that. It might even be a a violation of federal law. The dealer fee, the sneaky dealer fee, which is supposed to be included in the quoted price, advertised price, is $899. They call that a document documentation fee. And then a whopping $935 f- for license and title, and there's no way no, the license and title that be That has to be on. inflated uh, 600 yep. maybe 500 bucks, Which makes them ex- especially bad because they're cheating the state of Florida because they're not charging sales tax. And in a $935 license and title, there are some fees that should be taxed, and they're not paying the tax to the state of Florida. Marcus asked how it looked to us. Agent Tempest and I looked at each other, shrugging and said, I think we have a deal. We had to wrap it up. Agent Tempest agreed that the numbers look good, but said she'd like to spend some time <coughs> to meditate before signing Our lives away. Uh Ha-ha. Oh, just for a few hours, she replied. And uh, we got up. And uh, uh, Tempest picked me to get up, too. I got up. Uh, I said, we'll be back before 5. And, of course, we weren't. We left. And that's it, folks. That's one of the worst I've seen. Pretty bad. Uh, We said that last week about Beth Smith. That's why I said we're in We had two in a row that were just... Snake. It's a Snake. golden. It's a golden age. Yeah, it's, the times have changed. And uh, we we do have five minutes, and we've got time for the votes to come in, and I, this is a, this is the time. I don't want to prejudice this, but I will. This is the times when I wish there was a lower grade than an F. It's absolutely disgusting what Napleton did. Uh, who wants to start with a? The student? ones
5: that we got so far, uh, we have uh, Whitney with a. Um, oh, I'm sorry, we <coughs> I wrote that down wrong. Whitney with an F. Rob with an F, Shakira with an F minus, and Larry with a D plus. Come on, Larry. Larry.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice guy, Larry. Larry, you didn't listen to the shopping report. Okay. Uh, well, how about yours, Rick
4: Uh So far, nothing coming in except Frank saying they were thunderstruck, which led to a tempest in a teapot. <laughs> Such a dynamic
8: duo.
1: <laughs> Nancy, uh, I don't need to ask you, but I know.
8: There's
5: I'm steam coming out, out of me? Nancy's mask. You're emotional. There's smoke shooting at it behind Sorry. their her surgical mask. Yeah,
2: my hair's on fire. Maybe somebody better hit the uh, mute button. And, you know, I, I just, my goodness gracious, how awful, how terrible. Uh, 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 I hope nothing bad happens to these people over at CDJ. Um, I really do. F.
1: Yeah. You know, I hear something bad that could happen. I'm going to hold up. My, my latest blog It's a letter to uh, Ashley Moody The Attorney General of the State of Florida She's the number one law enforcement officer And uh, uh, This is my current blog And uh, I'll be sure she gets a copy of it I did the same thing with Pam Bondi And I think Bill McCollum Before Pam Bondi uh, The Attorney General of the State of Florida When something like this is happening with a car dealer Chronic violation Of a lot, a lot of laws uh, You really really need to uh, you really need to look into this. Uh, they claim that the complaints aren't being made, but something like this uh, needs to be stopped with or without a complaint. So Ashley a- we're Ashley Moody, check into it, please. And
4: uh, if nothing else, you're violating uh, three laws. Uh, you got one there, Rick? Well, I've, now we've got Karen, Nate, Mark Bryan, John Strine, Ernesto, Steve, Mark Weiss, and Wayne all coming in with F. Yeah,
1: yeah yeah th- there should be a fine and uh and and discipline administered to this napleton chrysler job uh, chrysler jeep dodge in north palm beach
5: linda replies with a multitude of f's it looks like a capital f followed by 11 lowercase f's yeah it's pronounced f
2: yeah. <laughs> interesting and desperation
1: brings on this sort of activity too by the way and i warn all the listeners out there uh, if you're buying during this time There's some great bargains, but desperate dealers, uh, it can work against you if you're not careful and don't do your homework.
2: Perfect. Great information. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to Earl Stewart on Cars, and uh, we definitely enjoy your company. Stay tuned next week. At the same time, we'll be right here. Happy Mother's Day to all you wonderful, super moms out there.